Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's going to be a short night because it is Sunday and there was a lot to do in films. First of all, I started watching Succession. Interesting. Very long. I did. I'm kind of late to the. So I was supposed to do each week Dexter. Dexter's getting very interesting and I forgot to podcast about it. So briefly. It's getting bloody. <laughs> but you know, you you got to expect the, the reddest from Dexter Morgan. So stay tuned here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. This is, this is winter movie month, basically. We're all hibernating. I still go outside. <laughs> still do things that need to be done. Yesterday was the Evervescent. Rita Moreno's 90th birthday. What an icon. And if you want, what's that story is in the theaters right now. That's right. Right now. It's been a crazy week. And as the holidays reel in, the trees are going up. There's one film that I love that has to do with the holidays. But you can watch it anytime, basically. It's uh, one of my favorites. It's a comedy, and I love comedies. And also, when you're feeling down, and many of us are feeling down sometimes, sometimes we're happy, but sometimes if you just want to show friends your favorite movie, I suggest this one. It is hilarious here we go released in So that is the ravishing Rosalind Russell in Anti-Mame, released in 1958. I've talked about it before on this show, and it does have a holiday feel to it. Now, it was turned into a Broadway musical starring the amazing Angela Lansbury, and then brought to the movie, the, the theaters, with Lucille Ball in the role. Lucille Ball couldn't really sing, and she wasn't Angela Lansbury. But the way studios worked back then, it was a fuckery. You know, instead of Julie Andrews and Marifoot, My Fair Lady, who could sing, they cast Audrey Hepburn and Marnie Nixon dubbed her voice. Isn't that wonderful? 
but the Morton DaCosta 1958 Annie Mame is all you really need. It's a Technorama Technicolor based on the 1955 novel of the same name by Edward Everett Tanner III under the pseudonym Patrick Dennis. Ooh. The film version stars Rosalind Russell. Ooh. Yes. This is this is an amazing film. It was released in 1958. Rosalind Russell's Mame Dennis, Forrest Tucker as Beauregard, Jackson Pickett Burnside, Coral Brown as Vera Charles, Fred Clark as Dwight Babcock, Roger Smith as Patrick Dennis, older, Patrick Knowles as Lindsay Wolseley, Peggy Cass as Agnes Gooch, oh yes, Jeanne Handesleek as Patrick Dennis Younger, Joanna Barnes as Gloria Epson, Peppa Scott as Peggy Ryan. Is she still alive? Because I thought she was. She is. Oh my, my, my. Interesting. Lee Patrick as Doris Upson. And Willard Waterman as Claude Upson. There's there's a lot of great actors in this. Now, Lee Patrick, if you've ever seen, she was in the Snake Pit. She was also in the Maltese Falcon. So Lee Patrick was, uh, well, she was a pro. She was a pro at this. And Auntie Mame, ooh, she plays a nasty, nasty character. I love this film. It is amazing. Rosalind Russell drew wide praise for her performance. In an article describing why Turner Classic Movies has named it one of the essentials, Andrea Pasifu observes the role transformed Russell's career, first on the Broadway stage and then on the big screen. Having long been a top-level movie star throughout the 1930s and 40s, Russell's career in Hollywood was dwindling as she settled into middle age. The role that's so messed up. The role of Mame Demis, Dennis gave her her chance to be glamorous and showcase her sharp comedic talents, which reminded the world that she was still a vital force to be reckoned with. The success of the play made her the toast of Broadway, that's right, and hit film gave her her first Oscar nomination as Best Actress in more than a decade. She didn't win. She should have won. It's a classic. It's one of my personal favorites, and it's long. And what's beautiful about it is, is the vignettes, you know, it's uh, the, the screen, the stage goes dark each time when it goes into another scene. Here we go. Would you care for an olive? Auntie Mame says olives take up too much room in such a little glass. What an honor it is to have you in our little home. Though I wonder if it does make the best first impression on a sensitive young mind to see you drinking during business hours. But, but, but he... Oh, no, 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 don't you worry. I won't breathe a word to the Knickerbocker Bank. Now, just one minute. Where did this boy learn to mix it? Mr. Babcock, knowledge is power. That, Miss Dennis, is exactly what I'm here for. To discuss this youngster's education. His proper education. Nuts. <laughs> So, we are going to pull away for a bit. And the holidays really were upon Auntie Mae, but she wasn't always... The Great Depression happened. She had to find a job. (laughs) 
You want to talk to Mr. Gutterman? One moment, sir. I'll connect you. Welcome, Gutterman. I'm white, and black. Oh, oh, yes, Mr. Bibbin. Would you like to talk to Mr. Affwhite? Yes, sir, he's in our connection. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, Whitcomb, Affwhite, Bibbin, Black. Oh, yes, long distance. How are you? Mr. Whitcomb, I have your San Francisco call for you. Yes, Mr. Bibbin? Oh. Did I connect you with Mr. Gutterman instead of Mr. Affwhite? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Bibbin. Mr. Applewhite, what are you doing in that hole with Mr. Gutterman? Yes, Mr. Whittaker? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I'll try to reconnect you again with San Francisco. Let me see, Mr. Bibbibib is in there. Talking to Mr. Butterwhite. Where on earth is Mr. Applewhite? Oh, there you are, Mr. Applewhite. Mr. Whittaker, there's no such place in San Francisco. So Auntie Mae has to support the family during the depression and things don't go so well and you know she's she's not a career woman she's more of a stage aficionado shall we say but Rosalind Russell was as I'm just ravishing she was amazing and mm. And Angela Lansbury, you know, Angela Lansbury, Broadway really gave her a shot because her film career, she was playing dowagers and Hollywood, Hollywood is a really cruel place for, for women. And and I love that now, if Rosalind Russell were around today, she would be doing films with the, the Downtown Abbey crowd. You look at someone like Maggie Smith. Who's in her almost? She's almost in her nineties. She's in her in her late eighties. And Dame Judi Dench and Meryl Streep and everyone, Frances McDormand. That you don't have to be young to do these films. I personally prefer my actresses to be seasoned. I really do. Nothing against younger actresses, but I want to. You have to really live life to bring that character out into the forefront. And Rosalind Russell, at that point, her career, she'd been in Hollywood since the 1930s. Betty Davis even talked about that. When you are 40, that's it. You're dead. 32. But 40 is, you're over the cliff. And Rosalind Russell was in her late 40s when she did Auntie Mame. But it revived her career. Now, the book is really funny. The book is really naughty. That's always the thing. The book is naughtier than the film. Because the film was made in the 1950s. And the studio system back then, you couldn't curse. You couldn't, you know. Like when, when Patrick says, homo, heterosexual. And she takes the pad away from him. Because she's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, the, the wonderful vantage point of the lesbians. In the corner of Auntie Mame. While Aunt, Auntie Mame is explaining to Patrick... Um, about philosophy and there's a Acacia's page so yeah it, it is a cast of characters it is hilarious it's one of my personal favorites I have the blu-ray I have it in digital I encourage my audience watch Auntie Mame laugh and as she says this is this is the quintessential thing she says 
live because most poor suckers are starving to death. I want to give a shout out to my friend Joey who just got married to his love. Um, and they are amazing. And he loved, he preferred the original tagline, which was, Life is a banquet and more, most poor sons of bitches are starving to death. Now live unpleasant dreams. <laughs>